The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Leading Your Nation Radio Podcast. Now I'm doing my second podcast of the week. Dropped one yesterday. I'm recording this on Wednesday afternoon at 2.40. So quarter one yesterday, dropped yesterday late afternoon, talking about just the excitement level that comes with the Eagles making the postseasons. And I also ranked uh, the teams of the potential teams the Eagles could face come week one, or I should say round one, of the playoffs between uh, Arizona, Los Angeles, Tampa Bay, and Dallas, which of those teams I'd most like the Eagles to face and which teams I'd least like the Eagles to face. So if you have some free time, haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that too. Right now, feeling a little off. Got my uh, COVID booster shot yesterday. Feel a little hungover without even the fun of going out and doing something last night. So kind of the worst of both worlds right now. Uh, Have a little flu game. This is my flu game, Michael Jordan style. I'm also recording an episode of odds and end zones with my boy Zoe later tonight, late Wednesday night. So you can probably have you know two pods for me on Thursday or one Thursday, one Friday. We'll see about that. Uh, but if you're watching the videos on our YouTube channel, as you should, or watching our little clips uh, that we post on Twitter and Instagram, I am going to be wearing the same outfit I'm wearing now later tonight. So don't think I just own one outfit or something like that. I'm staying bundled up, feeling a little off, have my Sixers knit hat on, over shirt on top of the, uh, the Jalen Hurts t-shirt. So... I have more than one outfit. Don't forget that. I did want to do a quick pod today. And like I said, I ranked the opponents I'd most like the Eagles to face going into Wild Card Weekend on yesterday's podcast. But today I want to do something a little bit that's a little bit more fun, but kind of similar in a way to rank. There are six possible Wild Card games coming up next weekend. There is a, what is it, a 440 game on Saturday, then an 8-15 game on Saturday. And then on Sunday, you have a 105 game, a 440 game, and an 8-15 game, and now a new wrinkle into Wild Card Weekend, which I'm not a fan of, and we will talk about it later on this podcast, is now there is a Monday night game during Wild Card Weekend. There will be a game at 8-15 on Monday night. I'm guessing the Eagles probably don't get that game since they're playing Saturday this week. I don't think they're going to get that extended of a break. Uh, but we will talk about that when I go into my rankings. Uh, to preface that, you could you should follow this guy on Twitter. Great, great Eagles follow at 
sunset underscore Shaz. So that's S-U-N-S-E-T underscore Shaz, S-H-A-Z-Z. Great Eagles follow. Uh, went through some of the probability numbers and went up on the teams that the Eagles are most likely to least likely face in the playoffs. I think this is important to discuss beforehand. They have a 76% chance of playing the Tommy Bay Buccaneers, a 17% chance of playing the Los Angeles Rams, a 6% chance of playing the Arizona Cardinals, and just a 2% chance of playing the Dallas Cowboys. That would mean the Eagles play the Cowboys back-to-back in Week 18 and the first round of the playoffs. So I'm going to go here from the game's time that I most want the Eagles to have to the one that be make me the most angry, most peed off. I don't know what I'm allowed to say on this podcast sometimes. So peed off is what I go with. So of all the times, all the start times you have, this is the one I want the most. Sunday, 440. Rationale. I love, love, love the Saturday of Wild Card Weekend. And it's a shame I had a one-year blip where last season, because they added that seventh team in each conference, a seventh playoff team in each conference, and they removed two uh, first-round buys from each conference and just just gave out one to the top seed. That meant we got three games on both Saturday and Sunday wild card weekend. And that was just a blast. And I, like I said, people talk about, oh, the first weekend of March Madness or Labor Day weekend when college football kicks off as their favorite sports day of the year. Mine has always been that wild card weekend Saturday because it's Saturday. We talk about this. Saturday's better than Sunday to hang out and have fun and, you know, kind of have fun, watch the games, go out after, have a little blast, you know, go to your boy's house, your friends, families, whatever, your partner, and have a great time. So I like the Saturday. It sucks that it's not going to be that way anymore. I love the three, the triple header on Saturday. But what are you going to do? So the game I most want is 440 on Sunday. And you're saying, shame, you just said how much you love Saturday. And that's because I like relaxing that Saturday. If the Eagles are playing on Sunday, I'm able to really focus on the Saturday games on Saturday. Put the Eagles aside for a little bit. Obviously, it's all I'm thinking about, but try not to just – Enjoy the Saturday games. Have a couple cold ones, some Kenny's. Relax. Order a Santucci's pie or something like that. A nice cheesesteak stromboli maybe. And then, you know, just you just watch those games. Hang out with your friends. Uh, my boy Joe Anzer talked about it on the podcast all the time. That was our tradition, hanging out wild card weekend Saturday. So I like having that buffer day where you can really enjoy the NFL playoff action before the Eagles come on Sunday, because that's so stressful. That's so stressful. And sometimes in past years, when the Eagles get eliminated from the postseason, I'm just like, F football. I can't watch this right now. And I'll skip some playoff days. I really will. I think I've recorded podcasts before. Like sometimes I haven't even watched the Super Bowl some years just because I'm so angry that the Eagles missed the postseason. So I do like having that one day where I can truly, truly enjoy playoff football without the thought of, man, the Eagles blew it. 440 on Sunday specifically, you have that Saturday slate. Have some fun. Sunday, you wake up. The game isn't immediately at 105 Sunday. You can chill, watch that game, and you get that 440 game. I like the the little buffer that you have for the night game. You can either watch that or you don't have to watch it because I'm thinking if it's a 440 game, the game gets over, what, around 8 o'clock or so, and you don't have to immediately go to bed. Say the Eagles lose in a worst-case scenario. The Eagles lose. You have a couple hours to chill and relax before work Monday night. And again, we're going to talk about this later on because I really do not want that Monday night game that I think it's really unfair to have that for a fan base that plays on Monday night for a playoff game. You should be able to have your whole entire day to focus on your favorite team and have that excitement. You know, you're going to your friend's house, your dad's, your mom's house, any of those types of things. 
You're making some nice food. You're ordering some great food. You're having some drinks, having some fun. You deserve that. have that whole day to yourself. I've seen some people say that, well, Monday is MLK Day, uh, the Monday of that Monday night game for, during Wild Card Weekend. That would be, what, the 17th? And what I would say to that is I don't work 9 to 5 anymore. Praise to the football gods that I don't. I get to do this stuff. I'm very grateful that I can do that. When I worked at 9 to 5, I didn't get MLK Day off. So it could be a situation if the Eagles played at 8.15 on Monday. I don't get home until 6 o'clock. And then the Eagles play in two hours and I'm rushing, I'm trying to get dinner ready. I'm trying to get this ready. I'm trying to get this ready. And then I turn it on and the game's on. And then they lose. And I'm like, wow, everyone hates Tuesdays. Tuesday's even worse than Mondays for me. I think that's kind of a uh, collective consciousness move now. That That's just terrible. Waking up on Tuesday, waking up on Tuesday morning, dealing with Tuesday, and the Eagles just lost a playoff game the night before. Fans deserve to have that whole day to themselves. And I know some people, a good, good amount of people will be off on Martin Luther King Day. And I think, obviously, everyone should be off. That's an entirely different discussion, though, right? Uh, but when I was in the 9-to-5 sector, I didn't get off MLK Day. So it's a situation like this where, hey, man, that, that sucks. And I know the, uh, the NFL moved this around. They added the Week 18 uh, game now, 17-game season, as opposed to a 16-game season has been for the past few decades. And moving that back does give them that MLK Day buffer to have that uh, Monday Night Football game. But not everyone gets that treatment unfortunately that to get that day off and again i'm not someone who it matters kind of every day is the weekend to me and every day is a work day at the same time that's just the nature of being a writer and a podcaster and i love it i'm not complaining at all but uh you know weekends are kind of meaningless to me at sometimes now where you know i might have a lot of work on sunday i have a lot of work on sunday and monday that that's my biggest time of the week uh during football season specifically so but i still have those sunday scaries even though i have a job where you know, a Saturday and a Tuesday to me are kind of the same thing sometimes. I do have that energy a little bit. So that's 440 on Sunday. That's the game I want the most. Next one is 105 Sunday. I really like the Sunday games. That's what I'm talking about. I like having that buffer, enjoying wild card Saturday, stress fee without worrying about the Eagles. You have all this playoff slates. It's a great day to come out and hang out with your friends, hit a bar while, you know, being safe, of course, now given the whole COVID situation. But in the past, I'm talking about. So 105 there, you know, especially it'd be a little tough if you're an Eagles fan that's not in the Eastern time zone. Because say you're in Los Angeles, you move to California for work or something like that. Waking up on a Sunday at a 10 o'clock playoff game, that really sucks. And I empathize with those Eagles fans who might be dealing with that all over the country. But, you know, talking for someone who has lived in Philadelphia, you know, for 27 years, one o'clock game still sits well with me. Third game I have on there, 8-15 Saturday game. You know, you have to pick some Saturday games sometimes. I like maybe being able to relax. During the earlier game on Saturday, I think back to the Eagles 2017 playoff divisional round game against Atlanta. That was a Saturday night game. Obviously, it's a great game because the Eagles won and the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. But I had a lot of fun going to that game, tailgating, do all of that. So I'll have that 8-15 Saturday game there. I think a lot of people like having the later game on Saturdays too. That might be the most popular choice, I would think. But I'd like the 440 Sunday a little bit more. But it can be a good time, right? It's fun. Saturday night. You know, Bay City Rollers, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night, baby. Next, I have on there, 8.15 on Sunday. It is what it is. You know, Sunday night, you can enjoy the two games earlier in the week. You're tailgating. That could be a blast. Obviously, the Eagles aren't home in the playoffs this year, or won't be. But if you're hanging out there, 8.15 game, having some fun, meeting up with some friends, having a couple cold ones, enjoying some great fruit, nice spread, it's enjoyable. And then the fifth time I have on here is 4.35 on Saturday. Obviously, that doesn't sound too, too terrible. But it's 
more so a disrespect thing because the first game of the playoffs, that Saturday late afternoon game every year, is always a team that's from like the AFC South or, you know, this this team that stumbled backwards into the postseason that doesn't have a real national discourse around them. So that's the game where if you're in that game, your favorite team is in that game, you should feel slighted. You should feel slighted. Like this year, it'll probably be Colts at Bengals. I, you know, if the Colts make the playoffs and who knows, who knows, maybe the Jacksonville pulls that off. That's a game where, you know, you're sitting here like, wow, the NFL just, just, just slapped me in the face, just slapped our fan base in the face by putting us there. So maybe if you're there, though, flip side, you have something to prove. You want to win that game and get a better time the following week. And the worst game, as I've been saying this entire time, is that A15 Monday night football game. Monday night football is a regular season affair. The postseason should be Saturdays and Sundays. It's pretty simple. I know some people are all for Martin Luther King Day. Not everyone is. Not everyone's fortunate enough. Yes, everyone probably should be off in the grand scheme of things for that, but that's just not the way society's working right now. And you know, maybe someone say, hey, people aren't going to the office. They're working from home. And I get that. I'm just trying to talk about in the vacuum A15 game. But at the same time, you know, back when I, I used to work, I don't know if I talk about it as a pod. I don't care anymore. I'm not going back to the company. I worked for about two and a half years as a copywriter in the advertising online commerce department for Urban Outfitters in South Philadelphia. Though Their headquarters, they're obviously, a, you know, an international company, but their headquarters were coincidentally in South Philadelphia. And during the entirety of 2020, I got laid off during the pandemic, or really let go. I didn't get fired, just cuts uh, in August 2020. But during the pandemic, I'm just kind of, you know, half caring, half jokingly going through the motions with work. But at the same time, if I have to do an, literally even an ounce, an iota of work on a day the Eagles are playing in the playoffs, working for the man, not working for SB Nation, crunching numbers, writing product descriptions, for some Nike hoodie or Reebok sneakers, that's terrible. That's terrible. Fans will deserve that. And I had a decent job. I liked the job. It was fun. Didn't make a lot of money, but it was enjoyable. It was my first real concrete job out of college. But if someone has a job they hate, you know, it's whether it's, you know, really intense manual labor, you know, the disasters that happen with working in retail people and, and that labor force, they go through so much. And this is beyond people who just sit at desk all day like I did and I kind of do now. People who have really demanding jobs, working with other people intently, people that treat them like garbage. I'm going to deal with that all day, then go home and be just absolutely feel like you're blasted and have to go watch the Eagles maybe lose a playoff game and have their season ended. That stinks. That stinks. People don't deserve that. People don't deserve it at all. All right, so I talked about yesterday. I want to run through it real quick. If you didn't listen to that podcast, again, you should go back and do it. We have those potential teams the Eagles are going to play in the postseason. I ranked them as, for most, I want to play the least. I had Arizona, then L.A., then Tampa, then Dallas. It looks like we're going to play Tampa Bay uh, based on all these scenarios. I'm seeing 76%. This is from Sunset Shaz. I've seen the percentages up to as, as high as 80% chance the Eagles are going to play Tampa in round one based on the probability of what happens in week 18. But given they're playing Tampa Bay, who are the defending champions – who have you know, the greatest player of all time, greatest quarterback of all time, most famous NFL player, maybe the most famous NFL player of all time, really, in Tom Brady. I would imagine the Eagles either get a Saturday or Sunday 8-15 game. I can't see them. Maybe 8-15 on Monday. Who knows? Maybe they want to have that first ever Monday night playoff game to be this uh, bombastic affair with the, the brand of Tom Brady, the TB12 brand going and launching that. So I can see that. But again, I don't know. Talked about a little bit earlier in the podcast is I don't know if they would have the Eagles play on Saturday, move the flex their game from Sunday to Saturday 
in week 18 to have that huge layoff before the Monday night games are having what, like a nine day break, seven day break, eight day break. I'm not a math guy. Uh, in between games, you're having that extra rest compared to Tampa Bay or whoever else you may be playing. I don't know how the NFL wants to handle that, but I would imagine if they play Tampa Bay, they're going to get a late game, whether it's 8-15 Saturday, 8-15 Sunday, or strangely enough, 8-15 on Monday. Quick fun, quick pod, little fun, little fun, right? Just talking right now. My flu game, getting warmed up. Tom wants revenge on us. This is from uh, Broadcasting Live right now. I have a couple of people tuning in. We have John Martin here. It says, Tom wants revenge on us. Hopefully we can make him cry again. Hey, we have the formula to beat Tom Brady. Good pass rush, good offensive line, and Carson Wentz is back up out there, right? Nick Foles, Jalen Hurts. So, you know, to knock off the defending champions, as the Eagles did in 2017 when they beat New England, Super Bowl score 41-33, people forget that. Be awesome, right? And especially for a team that came in the season with probably low expectations, even within the organization itself, nationally, even locally from fans. And, you know, some people still don't even believe in the team. So if they were to go down there, you have a Tampa Bay team. Yes, they're stacked. Yes, they have the best player of all time. Not only are you playing Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're playing the aura of Tom Brady at the same time. But they're out without Chris Godwin now, who's lost for the season. Who in the world knows what's going on with Antonio Brown? I can see him suiting up. This team, he's stolen the team now. Bruce Arians and the organizations was really serious about not having him on the roster. He not be, he wouldn't be on the roster anymore. So I can see him playing in the postseason. But maybe there's a little bit combustible there. They do have a run defense. I believe they're 11th in rush defense DVOA uh, on football outsiders, football outsiders DVO, DVOA metric. But you know that doesn't mean the Eagles can't run all over them. The Saints, New Orleans Saints, are, have been all season the number one rush defense by DVOA, by traditional metrics, have been the last couple of seasons. And we, as we saw this past uh, season and last season and Jalen Hurts' first career start, uh, they are really able to rush against anyone. So control the clock, keep Tom Brady up the field, keep that defense rested, keep those pass rushers fresh so they can go after him. There's a recipe there. I wouldn't necessarily bet on it. I would probably predict it on the podcast just because that's my brand is just to be so optimistic and believe the Eagles can do it. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Talk about who they play, whether it's Tom, whether it's Matthew Stafford, uh, Pretty Boy, Boy Genius, McVeigh, Kyler Murray, whatever. We'll get in that next week's podcast tonight, or it's not tonight because you're not listening to it right now, unless if you're watching live. But after this podcast, we'll be doing an odds and end zones episode with my boy Zoe tonight. Another great pod of having coming at you. Uh, we'll do a little look at the numbers. Not, no prop bets are up for the Eagles right now because we don't even know who's playing on Sunday or Saturday, I should say. Uh, but I'd like to hammer some Gardner Minshew prop bets if I'm able to. That'd be a nice little fun end of the season. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some more national NFL stuff on odds and end zones. So if you want some more playoff stuff, looking at the possibilities, potential playoff outcomes, definitely tune into odds and end zones. That's it for me today. Seamus Clancy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus Clancy. You can also follow the Bleeding Green Nation Instagram that I run with our great producer, Rachel at Bleeding Green Insta. Tons of content that's on there. Great, great follow during football season. Talk to you all. Well, tonight, I guess. As always, as always, go birds and keep bleeding green. G-N.